At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Good. Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, the YouTube TV, Jeff. It's Gil Alexander. Jeffrey Parlay is here, everybody. Producer number five and eight. Grover Cleveland Producers. How you doing, man? You good? All good? Yes? Slow. Oh, 100%. Jeff is slow to the mic, so I have to like fill, oh, hey, fill the look, blank it, space. I, I didn't know if I have to raise my microphone or not. I mean, it's only things I probably should have done the hour I was here before the show. A lot of decisions to be made with that microphone. Uh, today on the show, Pete Futak on college football. Bud Elliott from the Cover 3 podcast, 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports, uh, who has put together a blossoming, phenomenal college football betting record, pre-flop ATS through the years. We will talk to him about all things college football. Jim Root on college basketball. On the heels, not only of Gonzaga losing to Duke this weekend, but Gonzaga flirting with losing to Tarleton State last night. We'll talk college basketball with him. Jeff and I, though, on a whole bunch of NFL today, uh, we will look at number one seed markets. We will look at yes-no playoffs. And we begin Tuesdays, of course, with our buddy Drew Densick. We'll talk NFL and NBA with him. Uh, we always enjoy kicking off Tuesdays with Drew. First thing, though, uh, if you will indulge just two minutes on this game last night, Washington controlling their own destiny. Now the number seven seed if the playoffs were to begin tomorrow. Quick check of the calendar tells me they're not. But if the playoffs were to start tomorrow, Washington is your number seven seed with a scintillating, and I do mean scintillating, 17-15 to 15 win over the Seattle Seahawks last night in um, cavernous, cavernous FedEx field. And by cavernous, I mean very few people there as well to make it sort of cavernous. Uh, Washington with the 27-10 to 10 advantage in first downs. The 79-45 to 45 advantage in total plays. The 41-40 to 18-20 advantage in time of possession. And yet it all came down to a two-point conversion and, and an onside kick. Let me just say this. This is all you need to know if you missed the game last night. The closing sequence with all those stats. Washington's up 17-9. They have a third and goal at the Seattle 5 with 2.32 left. And Antonio Gibson, a la Tank Bigsby, runs out of bounds. Oh, no. Is this going to happen again? But no, don't worry. Fourth and goal at the Seattle 3, 2.25 left. Washington didn't have Joey Sly because Joey Sly, uh, he uh, pulled a hamstring trying to chase 
a two-point convert. He tried to chase a blocked extra point that resulted in a two-point score for Seattle. No, trust me, this happened last night. So Washington, apparently their punter, Tress Way, can't kick anything beyond 30 or 35 yards, we learn. This is the second time this year. Right? We heard this with Pittsburgh, too, and their punter, Presley Harvin. Apparently, when your starting kicker goes out, none of these punters can kick field goals anymore. Is that a new thing? So Washington went for it on fourth and goal at Seattle 3. They also had a two-point conversion earlier because of this. And Heineke goes to Logan Thomas. Looks like it's a touchdown. And upon, rev- uh, upon review, apparently not. You think that was a, a touchdown or not a touchdown, Jeff? If Njoku's was a touchdown tonight before, Thank that you. was a touchdown. Thank you. But apparently it wasn't. So it remains 17-9. to But look, Seattle has no timeouts left. They had a third and six at their own 20 with two minutes left. P.I. Then they had a second and 18 after Russell Wilson took a really, like, uncharacteristic sack at their own 32 with 130 left. Don't worry. They matriculated the ball down the field, 32-yard touchdown pass, and it took a Kendall Fuller pick of a two-point conversion to seal the deal. Or did it? Because then I'm texting people, I'm saying, Jesus, if we don't recover, we, by the way, I play for Washington, if we don't recover the onside kick. And sure enough, it looked like Seattle did until we found out that it was an illegal formation. Washington 17, Seahawks 15. Washington two games out of the lead in the NFC East, controlling their own destiny. Let's bring in Drew Dinsick, everybody, from the Deep Dive podcast and also the NBC Sports Bet the Edge podcast, the latter of which he does with Sarah Perlman, the former of which he does with Andy Molitor. Let's always give them their juice, Drew. How you doing, man? You good? Oh, I'm great, man. Can't wait for today's show. I see you got Bud Elliott, Bud Elliott on. Love Bud. Uh, I see Jeff wearing his celebratory Washington football team gold, uh, you know, after that big <laughs> win last night. Uh, you're, <laughs> your big your breakdown off the top, I thought, was absolutely perfect. Uh, Seattle continues to play totally insane games, even though, you know, 90% of their uh, or actually maybe 98% of the snaps that their offense took were absolute snoozers. Uh, you know, there was still some drama there at the end. And yeah, the fact that it came down to an illegal, you know, illegal formation uh, for a player who was completely uninvolved in the onside kick attempt, uh, you know, that, that was fitting. Fitting indeed. Fitting indeed. Um, how was your week in the NFL betting wise? How'd it go for you? It was a small winning week, thanks to the uh, Leonard Fournette touchdown. <laughs> that swung things <laughs> in my favor. I had some uh, Tampa two and a half. I had a pretty good position on Tampa two and a half, but I ended up double dipping there and got more Tampa three. So I was going to be pretty bummed if that had finished with Tampa minus three after seeing them come all the way back from uh, that huge deficit in the first half. But uh, that was a good game. Ultimately, the games I thought were uh, were pretty exciting, pretty interesting, better quality of product than we had seen um, to this point, really, in the NFL season. And maybe, uh, and now as I look across the uh, you know the the, the drama that's going to come down the stretch here, I mean there are what seven teams in line for one pl- available playoff spot in the NFC, uh, and in the AFC you could basically tell me that these teams, uh, yeah you know any of twelve teams finish in you know in one through seven, and I won't be surprised. So it's uh, so it's true. Gonna be, uh, yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Yeah, we're going to do yes nos later because that's really how it breaks down. Although I just did catch that it sounds like you just advanced San Francisco into the playoffs in the NFC when you said seven for one. Yeah, I mean, they have a winning record. Yeah, That's all you need in the NFC. That's all you need. <laughs> I mean, that's all you need. Uh, and realistically, I mean, it's a team that's playing with a ton of confidence right now. I know they're going to miss Debo Samuel for a couple weeks, and he's been sort of uh, kind of an unheralded, um, you know, an unheralded important part of their late season resurgence here. But, uh, you know, the Niners at least are finally playing like the quality we expected preseason, which is a team that, uh, you know, is pretty clearly in the playoff mix. And actually, honestly, between the Rams and the Niners, I'd say I'm more comfortable that the Niners clearly uh, maintain their form yeah. uh, and find their way into the playoffs than I am about the ni- the Rams right now. So this is, first of all, let me just say a couple things. One, when you said uh, you were on Tampa Bay for net in the end zone, both Jeff and me just sort of had a second and a half where we died, <laughs> we died a slow death because we were both on Indianapolis. And it's just like, of course, football hates us. Yeah. Um, but I want to get back to the Niners and the Rams thing, and specifically – you know, it, it's funny with, with power rankings. We talk about the, the notion of power rankings. Football outsiders maintain, even when the Niners were, had this terrible record, they're like, nope, we have them ninth. We have them ninth. And that has aged very well. And so I think about teams like, um, how, how do you handle teams? Forget about your power rankings, but just generally, how do you assess teams? Let's take a team like the Titans, which doesn't have, you know, didn't play with th- their three best offensive players, right, this past week uh, in Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown. They've gone two weeks in a row now where they're 
minus nine combined in turnovers. 0 and 5, 0 and 4 the last two weeks. So they were the number one seed until this, but they don't have the three offensive players and they have these ridiculous turnover games. And then you have the Rams, who are generally at full strength, right? Generally at full strength, who have brought in people because they're going for it. They've lost three games in a row. And so it's funny to me to hear people just destroy the Titans, but still want to prop up the Rams. So I'm curious how you deal with those two things here mid-season. Forget about your power rankings necessarily, although that is one question, but then just how you deal with that handicapping-wise. Yeah, I mean, the Rams are the toughest question of all. And apparently, yeah, we went all, all everybody, a lot of to do about uh, Matt, Matt. Is Matt Stafford the, you know, an MVP candidate? Is uh, Cooper Cup the offensive player of the year? Well, apparently Robert Woods was the most important player for this offense. <laughs> apparently. Robert Woods' absence has completely unraveled this team. And actually, uh, a lot of people said this around midseason. And I kind of was like, oh, yeah, well, wait a, you know, key on small sample size here. But um, this is actually a real pattern now of Sean McVay teams where they fade after a hot start. And, uh, you know, realistically, uh, there's lots of reasons this could be. Uh, they could bring a couple of wrinkles, a couple, you know, some nuance into their, um, you know, into the regular season that uh, catches the league by surprise. And as teams catch up, they don't adapt and they become, uh, you know, they become a, a weaker version of themselves as the season goes on. And they've, you know, they've refused to adjust. Uh, this particular season, they've played a very easy schedule to start. They have a very difficult schedule to finish, and so it may be more schedule-related than it is uh, just sort of the fabric of the team. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Rams look like they're in complete total disarray right now. This defense, we expected to take an enormous step back this year because they lost a ton of important pieces, particularly across the, the depth of their secondary, which was really the key of how this uh, Rams team was able to be the number one defense in the NFL last year. And, um, you know, they they've – gone all in on stars and scrubs and uh, this, you know, in years past, they've been able to coach up the scrubs and get above replacement level play out of them. And this year they're not. Um, and you, you know, maybe some of that is attributed to losing, um, you know, their, their defensive coordinator, replacing him with uh, uh, Raheem Morris. Raheem Morris did a fine job over the first portion of the season, but pretty clearly, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways to attack this Rams defense right now. And if the Rams offense isn't going to put up 30 points on any given week, then uh, they're going to be in trouble. So um, uh, Titans on the other, hand I mean they're pretty clearly power ranked and market ranked right now as a uh, you know as a bottom 10 team um, and I think that's fair because realistically without uh, any weapons in the passing game particularly without AJ Brown who's now going to be out with an extended absence seeing him land on IR was really um, you know was really pretty sad uh, this Tennessee team is going to struggle to beat the dregs of the league um, lucky for them they play the dregs of the league yep. <laughs> for the remainder they of do. the season they have the easiest schedule remaining so uh, they like continue to tread water, probably pick up a home playoff game, and uh, at that point would be a, a pretty delightful fade if uh, A.J. Brown is still out. Yeah, we'll see if they have full strength at that point or not. Uh, what do you? We only have uh, 30 seconds here before the break, so it's bad of me to, to throw this in there because I want to get your NBA thoughts in addition to a whole bunch of NFL games this week. But New England-Buffalo, real quick, just tease us before the break. Two teams that have not beaten a murderer's row. Buffalo favored by a field goal here. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a, a really competitive game. I think a field goal price is fair. I've been hoping and trying to get a, a sense of the market if it's going to come off three in either direction, and I would probably take the uh, uh, take the points if it's three and a half or, uh, or lay it two and a half. Honestly, this is going to be a really good game. Unlike last night's game, at least on paper, should be a very interesting Monday night game next week. We'll see if, he, uh, if Drew has any more thoughts on that game. But the whole Week 13 schedule, what has he bet? And, of course, tonight, the Super Bowl of the NBA, Warriors-Suns, coming back. VEASAN, a numbers game. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. In case you haven't noticed, football season is here. Yeah, no, it's true. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It is Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM with all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the BetMGM app today. Won't take you but a few seconds. And stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account. That won't take you but a few minutes. And then you start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. It's that simple. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call one 800 522-4700. Gil Alexander, Drew Dinsick, kind enough to join us each and every Tuesday morning from the Deep Dive and Bet the Edge podcast. I, I ran you into the wall there on Buffalo and New England. <laughs> but uh, if, if you wanted to flesh that out, though, so you basically what you're saying is if it gets to three and a half, you're all over New England. Yeah, but I, if, if I had to guess, I think the market's turning to two and a half, uh, which is... Would, um, would you take I Buffalo think... at that point? <sighs> I would take, I would seriously consider it. Uh, Buffalo obviously is missing a key piece defensively in, um, uh, in trade in Trey white, like unlikely to go, uh, Buffalo also coming off of, um, you know, some extended rest having played Thursday. Uh, so they have a couple of factors in their favor here. Uh, realistically though, this is a tough ask for a young quarterback and Mac Jones to go in prime time on the road and uh, get a win against a legit opponent that has experience in these types of games. Uh, Buffalo's played up in their primetime games in general this season um and uh you know so i i would likely lay the two and a half i think the uh the under was probably the best look on this game early it's been bet down from 46 to 43 and a half at some spots so that value's gone if you can't get a 44 i'd, I'd stay away from the total in this one um but uh, without a doubt this is going to be the most important uh, most important concept most consequential uh, game of the weekend. Yeah, right now the Bills with a half game deficit in the AFC East. Patriots atop the AFC East by that half game. But of course, that in the balance on Monday night. Um, so this is a road favorite fest in week 13. A lot of them big favorites. What have you bet already? So I haven't played many sides. My two favorite uh, totals on the board, though, I played the under in the Philadelphia Eagles New York Jets game. Uh, this New York Jets team uh, almost. I, I, the the degree to which this offensive line is going to get uh, eaten alive by the defensive line of the Philadelphia Eagles is tough for me to wrap my brain around. I think this is going to be one way action here for uh, Philly's defensive line in terms of, um, you know, of of squelching the production of Zach Wilson. And then on the flip side, we don't know if Jalen Hurts is going to go for Philadelphia. This may be the Gardner Minshew show, but either way with Gardner Minshew out there or with a limited uh, Jalen Hurts out there, I think Philadelphia's point total is going to be uh, somewhat subdued as well. So I got under 
under 46 on this yesterday. It's trickling down to 45 and a half, 45s around. I think as long as you're getting an under over the key of 44 here, you're in pretty good shape. Uh, and then on the flip side, I played the uh, over in the Rams-Jags game. Some of this is you know kind of consistent with what we were talking about off the top. Um, yeah, the Rams offense has been pedestrian, but there's nothing in the Jacksonville Jaguars defense that suggests they're going to be able to stop this unit. And realistically, the Rams have throttled some of these uh, lesser teams this season. They tend to play their best when the opposition is weakest. Uh, and, uh, you know, 48 is a, uh, is a, I played 47 and a half to the over. 48 is still a reasonable play, in my opinion. Uh, I think this Rams defense gives up some points to Jacksonville as well. Um, likely Jacksonville's kind of last you know, formidable stand of the season going out to LA trying to, uh, uh, you know, trying to be a play at play a competitive game. It would not shock me at all if this is, uh, you know, somewhat close through the first half, if Jacksonville's offense looks better than we've seen of late. And then if this uh, kind of lands around 51, 52. Let me ask you a question. I think I brought this up with you before, but from a, from a handicapping sure. standpoint with these late announcements, right? Whether it's Lamar Jackson, right before a game against the Bears. Oh, by the way, uh, Huntley, you're, you're in. Um, whether it's the Jalen Hurts thing we're talking about, you don't know if he's going, you don't know if he's not. There's been so many of these, too, net, too many to, to remember in the NFL where key players' status uh, have been unknown till late in the week. You're a guy who primarily has major hay making plays early in the week, sort of anticipating moves. And yeah. so I think it just it sort of begs the question once again to you, have you... Have you sort of had pause about that approach? Have you considered doing it differently moving forward? Where do you stand on that? And, well, and, and by general, the way, let me just I, add the other yeah. layer of COVID sure. swirling, too. COVID doesn't yeah, actually that's... swirl, my word, but you know what I mean. Yeah, COVID and flu are ripe right now across all of the NFL, and there's going to be just widespread absence, surprise absences as we come down the home stretch of the season, including this week. I have no doubt about that. My underlying assumption is that it's going to break 50 50, uh, and I'm going to lose some, win some based on that in general. Um, but, you know, it, this season and really every season, if you curate your information well, you should be able to do better than 50-50 in terms of guessing correctly about player availability. And uh, over the balance this season, if I kind of subset out, okay, these are the plays that I made, making some general assumptions about who was going to be available. Did I beat the closing line on those plays? I'm, I'm well ahead of the market on that. And so I think in general, uh, you know, my reads have been fair in terms of who's going to go, who's going to miss. Um, hasn't manifested winning football games, you know, winning bets on football that's for sure but uh in general um you know i think my process is still sound in terms of trying to evaluate uh you know who how serious injuries are just based on the reports you get on sunday and monday uh and then firing on tuesday and wednesday as we uh as the numbers are still uh, relatively soft i think uh you know at, you know waiting comes with the risk of losing the best of the number and in over the balance of a lifetime of betting the NFL, uh, if you're not trying to capture the best of the number, then you're going to be in dire straits. That is for sure. Last thing on the NFL, we just talked about Buffalo, New England, week 13. Is there another side number that you're sort of anticipating? If it goes one yeah. way or the other, you would jump in? Yeah, I'm eventually going to probably take the Denver Broncos in the points uh, and on the road in prime time. I know that uh, you know Kansas City is going to be a pretty popular side among the uh, the narrative nation here with uh, Andy Reid coming off the bye. But uh, narrative nation. <laughs> realistically, this Chiefs offense is still somewhat broken, and this is a bad matchup. We have saw, you know, the two games that went into the bye with Kansas City, you saw them go up against uh, the Raiders and the Cowboys, neither team which can really manifest a cover two that's effective, uh, and yet, even against Dallas, Kansas City's offense was not all that superlative. Denver absolutely has all of the horses in the back, in the, in the secondary. They have some incredible players, incredible talent at safety and cornerback, and I think uh, that sub sets up well for for this defense to be a factor in this game. And if you're going to cover a 10-point spread, you better be scoring a lot of points if you're Kansas City because, you know, as, as good as their defense has looked of late, uh, there are still a couple of soft spots, particularly in the passing game. And Teddy Bridgewater playing with a little bit of confidence right now. So uh, I think Denver likely covers the 10. Um, and I've been sitting patiently waiting, hoping that there would be some weird news that would kind of push this out to 10.5 so I could get the hook there. Um, but at this point, uh, it looks more likely trend back to nine and a half, so I'm going to have to make my move today, likely, and take the 10. All right. Uh, only five games in the NBA tonight, but one of those five, let's dub it the NBA Super Bowl. It's Phoenix hosting Golden State. 
It's the 18 and 2 Warriors on a 7 game winning streak at the 17 and 3 Suns who have won count them 16 in a row after a 1 and 3 start. Suns favored by 2 and a half. Do you have a play on this game? Let's dub it. I like that. That was a nice little uh, pun intended, I'm assuming. Right? Oh, uh, see what I did. The, I didn't even know I did it. Yeah. <laughs> the dubs. <laughs> uh, I, played the, I played the dubs here. Uh, I grabbed the threes. Uh, it's two and a half. It's trending to two, in my opinion. Uh, Phoenix is, without a doubt, and again, this is like, uh, who's your favorite of, you know, who's your favorite child here? I have my biggest position in the preseason futures market was Golden State, four to one to win the Pacific. Um, and my biggest position currently in the, you know, for the, for the uh, Western Conference is the Phoenix Suns to ultimately win the West and go back to the finals. Um, so I love both of these teams. And Phoenix played exceptionally well last week, even in a very disadvantaged situation. They had four games in a row where they had meaningful rest disadvantage, and uh, they won all four. In fact, they covered two of them uh, in New York on back-to-back nights, beating the Knicks. And, uh, and honestly, they cruised versus uh, the Nets, which was a huge surprise. I thought that was going to be a very competitive game, uh, but Phoenix absolutely made them look like, uh, you know, t- completely lesser opponents. Um, and so, yeah, that's a, it's a team playing with confidence. It's tough to go against them right now. It's a team that's streaking, um, but now coming at home and, you know, likely some of this uh, wear and tear of this win streak, some of the wear and tear of the four game stretch that they just went through uh, likely to manifest and on top of the fact that the only contest we really have between these two teams at full strength, which was late last season, uh, it was a, uh, I want to say like mid-May, right as we were winding down the season, Phoenix was playing for the one seed. Golden State was playing for their playoff lives, and Golden State handled this team comfortably. I think it was about 122-116. You kind of break down the box score. There was an obvious, uh, you know, obvious chip on, you know, the the the, the battle between Chris Paul and uh, Steph Curry. If you're new to handicapping the NBA, new to watching uh, Western Conference basketball, this is one of the uh, kind of the more excellent rivalries going. Uh, these two players very much like to, uh, you know, to, to compete against each other, you know, try to get the better of each other. Uh, and the way that Steph Curry is playing right now, I think you have to absolutely expect that he's going to get the better of Chris Paul in this matchup. Um, and, uh, you know, some of that is just based on the rest uh, and uh, fatigue uh, expected here for Phoenix. Um, but uh, that is, this is going to be uh, the most interesting and, and uh, important consequential game of the early NBA season. Yeah, pumped to have it on a Tuesday night. Great uh, great game to watch, great game to bet as well. You're on the Warriors. Only two futures bets I have. Warriors to win it all and Steph Curry to win MVP. Not at spectacular prices, but in an Otani way. I just like having them in the account. Thank you, oh, Drew. Steph, Steph is your MVP. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Drew Dinsick, everybody. At whale underscore capper. All of his information. We're coming back. NFL next. The Numbers Game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Numbers Game proudly brought to you by BetMGM Nevada. Don't forget the VSIN holiday offer is still here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20 to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. It is a limited time offer, however, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift for that special sports better in your life. And I know you got one at vcin.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander, Jeffrey Parlay, ladies and gentlemen, producer number five and eight here as well. Also the host of Bet Center on the weekend. How was your uh how was your hosting of Rush Hour one day, hosting of co-hosting of Nightcap the next day, and then hosting Bet Center the third day. Three different shows, three different Jeff Parlay experiences. Uh, all good. All, all good? good. All good, Gil. And uh look I, I during the summer before I was back in the uh, producer number eight slash five chair, right? There was a run where I think the the only show that I know I did not host was Follow the Money. <laughs> Essentially, every other show on the network, I at least got a crack at it. There you go. There you go. Well done, Jeffrey. Does it by Jeff Parles, but you know that's another story. All right, odds to be the number one seed in the AFC. Let's start there. Good on BetMGM for having this up. I believe DraftKings does as well. We'll quote the BetMGM numbers here. Odds to be the AFC number one seed with, again, two more weeks of buys, so not everybody has the same amount of games left. But the Ravens, who are currently the number one seed, if the playoffs were to begin right now, can you believe that? The Ravens at 8-3. and three, What a paper tiger they are. If you saw that game against the Browns the other night, good Lord. They're at plus 250, though. They're the short shot because they're in the catbird seed right now. 
The Tennessee Titans, currently the number three seed in the AFC. They're the second short shot at plus 350. They've got the easiest remaining schedule in the National Football League. You may see if you have a magnifying glass, our strength of schedule numbers there on the screen as well. So the Titans benefit from playing nobody the rest of the way. they got to buy this week. The whole thing with the Titans comes back to when are they getting Julio back? Should be first. When are they getting A.J. Brown back? Should be second. Are they getting Derrick Henry back for the postseason? Should be third. But if the Titans could figure out a way to get the number one seed, and with that schedule, all is possible. As Kevin Garnett said, anything is possible. believe we meant this for the Titans. That's why they're plus 350. Then you have the Bills and the Patriots, who play each other Monday night in Buffalo. They got two games against each other still to come, Bills and Patriots. Yes, Jeff? Two. Bills are plus 450, Patriots plus 450, but the Patriots' remaining schedule far easier. Now, it really comes, a lot of that would come down to that, that wager will come down to how you feel about handicapping this game Monday night and the two games that they play against each other. Do you think the Patriots match up particularly well with the Bills? The Bills have no running game. The Patriots are all about the running game. Bills have not had success against run power offenses. So a lot of your AFC number one seed calculus will come down to that. And then it gets into an area where the Chiefs are 8-1. to one. And the Chiefs, as we said, have a, a game lead over everybody else in the AFC West right now. They're big favorites against Denver this week. I guess that's probably this, the best bet on the board at that price. If, you, if the 8-1 to one is out there, because it, it, it looks, it says they have the sixth hardest schedule the rest of the way. But as Jeff and I have said before, it's that because they're playing teams that are just above 500 over and over, none of whom are going to really scare you. Kansas City's remaining schedule, Denver twice, Vegas at home, at the Chargers, which will be a road home game, the Steelers, who are terrible, and at Cincinnati. There's one, one team we think is pretty good in there. Well, and so Cincinnati's next at 12-1. to 1. The problem with Cincinnati is... They do play a murderer's row down the stretch. Yes, their schedule, based off those numbers, that's a legitimate 582. Yeah. Chargers at home, 49ers at home, that's going to be critical. If Debo Samuel doesn't play, that's a totally different looking game. Uh, at Denver, Baltimore at home, Kansas City at home, and Cleveland at home. Granted, the four best teams they play, they get at home, so an opportunity there potentially. Yeah, and the rest of the teams listed here, Chargers 25-1, to 1, Broncos Raiders 250-1, to 1, and Colts 500-1 to 1 to get the number one seed. And by the way, I love the Colts. Made a futures. I only have one other futures bet. It's the Colts. I made it this week 40-1 to 1 to win it all because I think they're great. But they're not getting the number one seed. So aren't the Chiefs the best bet on that board by far? I mean, I get why the Ravens are plus 250, but it's only one game clear. It's only a half game clear of the Titans, and I get why the Titans are plus 350 because of the schedule. But the Chiefs are the best bet on that board by far, aren't they? Well, on Baltimore, it's hard to get the number one seed when you don't even win your own division. So I'm just going to throw that out there real quick. Uh, They have to go to Cincinnati, who manhandled them already once this year, and I think the Bengals match up well with them and are better than Baltimore to begin with. Kansas City's the only bettable number on this board. Just because even even though Cincinnati, I think, has a chance. The problem is that schedule is just so tough that four and two would probably be a good accomplishment for them. Kansas City, even though the the schedule looks hard, it's hard when you when you put the numbers together. But when you look at it individually, they're going to be favored that hard definitely in five of the six. Yeah, and probably all six. And, and like I said, I'm not a huge Chiefs guy like other people are. But that's the best bet in this market at 8-1. to one. And if you, go to, if you go to another AFC number one, like if you go to DraftKings, you may not find them at 8-1. to one. Are they half that now at this point, 4-1? to one? Most of the market was plus 450. All right, well, you got to bet that. 8-1. to one. Let me guess, this is not at BetMGM Nevada? <sighs> Stoneback. We must have a conversation. All right, odds to be the NFC number one seed. Love Jeff Stoneback, by the way. Odds to be the NFC number one seed. Cardinals, best record in the NFL plus 170, and also just behind the Titans with the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. Packers right behind them at plus 200. Guess what? They have the third easiest schedule in the NFL remaining. So it's Titans, Cardinals, Packers in that category. And the Bucks, by the way, not too far behind with the easy-peasy schedule 
sixth to easiest. Sixth in that category of the most easy schedule remaining. Buccaneers plus 250. So, and then you go the rest, Cowboys, Rams, Niners. Just in in the spirit of what we were talking about, the Chiefs at 8-1, to one, would you make a bet on the Cowboys at 12-1 to one for this? No, because I think the Packers are winning out. I, I wouldn't either. I, I completely believe that this is going to come from the Cardinals, Packers, Buck, Bucks group. And I think it. I, I probably would go Packers too. It's Green Bay, and it's it's kind of weird with the with Detroit. Excuse me, with Arizona's schedule, because Arizona's schedule. The reason it looks so easy because they have some patsies. They have Detroit, yeah. who obviously has not won a game. They have Chicago, who's terrible, and they have Seattle, who's terrible. But their other three games are the Rams, who probably a paper tiger, but the. The Rams winning in Arizona wouldn't shock me. Indianapolis on Christmas in Arizona wouldn't shock me if the Colts beat them. And then at Dallas. So the other three games are pretty difficult, all things considered. I think Green Bay is the best bet here. I don't think Green Bay is losing again this year. I don't either. I said before the Packers-Rams game, I believe my deep dive analysis was, I'm taking the Packers, and if you can beat me, Rams, tip of the cap. That was my deep dive analysis. I just feel that way about the Packers this time of year. I think they are, listen, say what you will about Aaron Rodgers. What a football player. Now, the, the difference between this one and the Chiefs is, right, we feel, we feel content talking about these markets. But the question always comes down to, if we had these actually available where we were, which we don't, but if we here in Nevada actually had these available, AFC number one seed and NFC number one seed, which I wish we did, but we don't, would I actually make a bet on the Packers at two to one? And the answer is no, even though I think that's the best bet. I'm not, I don't think I would make that bet at just plus 200 and, and wait for that for six weeks, seven weeks. The Chiefs one, I absolutely would. Would you make the Packers bet in reality? I think I would, actually. Would you? Okay. Yeah, I just, their schedule, again, their schedule does match up to those numbers. Now, they have to play at Baltimore. They have to play Minnesota at home. Minnesota already beat them. But the other three games are Chicago, Cleveland, who by Christmas is probably going to be a dead team, and the Lions. I think that's worth it. I think they're going to go to Baltimore and win. And keep in mind, Gil, the biggest thing, too, is they play one game better than Arizona. They get the one seed because of that Thursday night victory in the desert. So, you got some outs there. Buccaneers, in case you're wondering, remaining schedule. At Atlanta this week, double-digit. Home Buffalo, home New Orleans. One would uh, assume the Taysom Hill-led New Orleans Saints now. At Carolina, at the Jets, home Carolina. Oh, man, do they end with... A flourish of easy games. I don't know. Tampa Bay would be the fly in the ointment for me. That's why I wouldn't Tampa, make the bet. Tampa's more likely to get the one. Even though the Cardinals are going to be one of the power ratings tomorrow in all likelihood again. Yeah. Chiefs, though, for sure, from what we've seen here, by far leaping off the page, the best bet on the board in either of these markets. I don't think it's even close. 100%. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. We'll look at yes-no playoffs because these are these are interesting as well, and these are more rampantly uh, available than the number one seed markets. But good on BetMGM, good on DraftKings for having those number one seed markets available. Very uh, creative and fun to bet on for sure if you have it at your disposal. Yes-no playoffs next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Ben the King Sportsbooks welcomes you with a special offer on college basketball. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any game, and if either team hits a three pointer in the game, you'll win $200. Download the app or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code VSIN200 to win $200 in free bets if a three-pointer is made in the game you wager on. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Skill Alexander, Jeff Parlay here as well. Uh, Jeff, we were talking off air about the game last night, Seattle and Washington. Washington, for those who missed it, oh, what a victory, 17-15. to A game that Washington dominated, their defensive front dominated, but yet had to endure <laughs> just the weirdest ending ever. Had to prevent a two-point conversion from forcing a possible overtime and then needed to flag on an ensuing onside kick to ensure that they would win this football game. But we were talking about how Russell Wilson just does not look like himself. Just as I know he hit the two big ones deep to Tyler Lockett, but there were so many other plays. One where he took a sack uncharacteristically in that last drive. The other was just missing receivers left and right. And you said you said something off here which triggered uh, something that happened on primetime action last night, which I do with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin, which is you said it looks like he doesn't even care to play for that organization He's anymore. He's disinterested in being with that team anymore. So the end of the first half... Remember, there was that fourth and inches. There was just very little remaining time. There was no possible way Seattle in their own territory was going to risk going for it, fourth and short, in what was at the time a 9-9 to game. By the way, first half betters on Washington. That, that instead of a 10-7 win, just for it ending up 9-9 to was ridiculous. But Russell Wilson didn't even bother selling the fact that they were just trying to draw him off sides. He was like... Coach, this isn't going to work. Let me just go through the motions here. It was he, he really looked disinterested at that point. Uh, very interesting game last night, and Washington will uh, be featured here in the yes-no to make the playoffs here momentarily. I do want to point this out as well. You and I were texting this back and forth yesterday. Current NFL draft order. We always talk about, hey, if the playoffs were to start today, here's what would happen. Washington would be your number seven seed. How about that? Baltimore would be your number one seed in the AFC. How about the current draft order? If, if, if the season were to end today, so Detroit, Houston, Jacksonville, we get that. One, two, three. But you pointed this out to me, Jeff. Seven of the first 14 picks. Quick math, that's half. Seven of the four, first 14 picks would go, oh my God. Fourth pick Jets from Seattle in the Jamal Adams trade. Fifth pick Jets. Their, their actual pick. Sixth pick Giants, their actual pick. 
Seventh pick Giants, Justin Field swap. Philly, their own pick, eight. Philly at nine, draft trade. Philly at 14, Carson Wentz trade. So two Jets at 4-5, two Giants at 6-7, three Philly at 8-9 and 14. Half of the first 14 picks to those three teams. That's crazy. Wow. Your thoughts? Well, six of the top ten going to three teams absolutely could happen. I don't think Indy will finish 14th, but hey, crazier things have happened. Have they? I mean, <laughs> that's pretty crazy for a draft. You imagine having, oh my goodness, draft will be here in Las Vegas. Can't wait. All right, let's take a look at yes-no's playoffs. Where do you want to go first, Jeff? AFC or NFC? AFC. How about that? Okay, AFC it is. Here's to make the playoffs. Just a simple yes-no. These markets available, all kinds of spots. Here's the BetMGM numbers. Whew, look at the Titans, yes. For all the talk about the Titans, yes, minus 5,000. Then the Patriots and Ravens and Bills follow suit. Bills have a really, actually the Patriots have an easier schedule the rest of the way than the Bills do. But we already talked about remaining straight of schedules in the last segment. Here's where it gets interesting. And let's just scan this with our eyes. For those who are not watching, there's a whole bunch of, there's a few coin flippier ones in the middle, Bengals, Chargers, and Colts. And then the big dogs to make the playoffs, at least on the ones posted here, Browns plus 275, Raiders plus 300 to make it, Broncos plus 310, Steelers, Dolphins, Jets. On a glance, Jeff, yes or no, what's your favorite bet there? Indy plus 150. It's exactly what mine was last night. Yeah, that's the only that's the only one of these numbers that I think is pretty good. I'm kind of surprised that the Chargers are actually favored to make the playoffs at this point. Uh, just based off their schedule, they play Cincinnati this week. They still have a game with Kansas City, which is a, a game at SoFi, which will be 85% Kansas City fans. They have uh, to play Denver again. 88%. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it just, I, I don't, the way the Chargers are trending, that has just been a total fall from grace for them. That is the most coin flip based on the market price here. The, mo- the most coin flip of all the teams is the Chargers. Yes, minus 130, no plus 110. You landed on the exact one that I did. Colts plus 115. This is a really good football team. And again, it gets back to sort of the week-to-week handicapping. It's amazing that human beings don't process like turnover differential. The Colts turned the ball over five times in this game. Now, some of that you can say, well, that's part of the handicap, Gil. I knew Carson Wentz was going to suck this game. Really, did you? Because he only threw two the last, you know, eight out of his last nine games. Maybe you did. And might he be, if, if you can take Jonathan Taylor out of a game, then you have a shot against the Colts. And the Bucks did that very well. But they were still plus three in turnovers, plus two in consequential times. And by the way, should have won that game by a field goal in the end, really. It was going to fall right on the number. So it wasn't like they should have covered there at the end. Colts, yes, plus 115, to me, is absolutely the best bet on the on the AFC side of things. And again, if we go to the uh, the remainder of the uh, of the Colts schedule, what you find here is, well, uh, you be the judge. At Houston, bye. Home New England, at Arizona, home Vegas, at Jacksonville. That's a playoff team. Got to beat New England. I think they beat anybody on yeah, any they, Sunday. That's a team that can beat anybody. They also are capable of going two and three in those last five. But I don't think they are. I, they probably aren't because they probably are. take... Yeah. The the Raiders going east and beating them to do that. But look, just going through the scenarios here, because the way that the AFC is stacked up, there is a non-zero scenario where we could end up with 10 teams winning 10 games. Now that scenario would take Cleveland getting to 10, even though that's unlikely. So Indy needs to stack up as many wins as possible already at 6-6. Six and six. Drew is right, though, what he said earlier. We've been saying it for two months now on this show. Five of the NFC spots, taken. It's a scrum for two. Currently, San Francisco, Washington, 6-7. The AFC, dude, you have no idea who any of these teams are going to be seated. Titans, Patriots, Ravens, Bills, Chiefs, probably all in, but throw them up in the air as to where they're going to be seated in the end. Bengals, 
Colts are probably the other two. I actually think I know what the seven teams are in the AFC. I would be very surprised if the Chargers or the Browns or the Raiders or the Broncos got there. I just don't know the order. Let's do the NFC real quick here. NFC to make playoff odds. I agree. Jeff and I agree. Yes on the Colts, probably the best bet on the board in the yes, no's in the AFC. NFC, the five teams we talked about for two months now, Cardinals, Bucks, Packs, Cowboys, Rams, forget about it. They're all going. Unless you think Washington can overcome the Cowboys in the East. Yes, sir. Quick, quick note on on this. Washington was has not been reposted by BetMGM mm-hmm. for other numbers in the market. Washington currently sitting at a consensus, yes, plus four hundred to make the playoffs, and no, minus five hundred. So Washington falls somewhere in between the Saints, south of the Saints, and north of the Falcons in terms of their playoff possibilities. Even though they're number seven now, even though they control their own destiny, two against the Cowboys two against the Eagles, one against the Giants, and this week against the Raiders. Remember, they always had the get-out-of-jail-free card. Washington did because of the run of division games late. But as far as these numbers, the best bet on the board, what about the Niners minus 250? Yes, is that too high to bet? I I think so. Probably so. Yeah, I I think that number is probably about right, Gil. I I don't want to touch it. Vikings, yes, minus 105, right? Best bet on that board, probably, but but they're no the Vikings. Delvin Cook. I look. I know Madison's a great Madison's backup, a but great backup. But that's still pretty tough. You want to get creative here? What about the Rams to miss this thing at this point at eight to one, Gil? Because the way their schedule breaks, yes, they get Jacksonville this week. I wouldn't say bet it right now. Actually, I would wait until they beat Jacksonville. Their last five games are at Arizona, Seattle, at Minnesota. At the Ravens and San Francisco. It's a pretty difficult last five-week stretch, Gil. Onions, if you make that bet. Vikings' last group of games as we go to break here. Detroit, Pittsburgh at Chicago. Rams at Green Bay, Chicago. Vikings minus 105. Because what could go wrong with them? Having lost all six of their games by a combined 26 points. Though I think they do take out their frustrations this week against the Lions. Coming back, college football next. Numbers Game Beast and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.